and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for a beautiful day. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and your love that fills us, and your compassion that is new every morning. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we are continuing in our miracles of Christ as we are going through the New Testament. And our text this morning is found in Matthew chapter 6, beginning in verse 32 to 44. Allow me to just read that. And they went away in a boat to a desolate place by themselves, now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot from all towns and got there ahead of them. Verse 34, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii or denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them in verse 38, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they have found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them to all, uh, all to sit down in, group, uh, in groups in, uh, on the green grass. In verse 40, So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke uh, the loaves. And he gave to, to his disciples to set before the people, and he divided the two fish among them all, and they all ate and were satisfied and they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces uh, and of the fish and those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men in verse 44. Wow, a familiar story, but this is an amazing miracle. In fact, this is the only miracle of Jesus that is found or appears in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and, and John. And this basically, this story highlights the virtues and the character and even the works of Christ uh, during that time. Now, first thing I want to highlight for our devotion this morning is Jesus always shows up with compassion for people. And that is found in verse 34. Now, we just read earlier that when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, a huge crowd, People were following him. You know, they were, you know, in fact, the Bible said that they were on foot going uh, through the riverbank or the, the seashore. And they took the boat. And this big crowd has been following Jesus all day long. Now, the Bible says he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. What's amazing is this, in this story is Jesus saw and Jesus felt. You know, compassion really means to suffer together. And it arises when you see someone suffering and you feel motivated to do something about it. Now, this is more than just pity. 
Because true compassion moves you to action. Have you ever felt compassion on someone and yet because of you being part of, the, of that person's situation, it moves you more than just prayer. It actually moved you to helping that particular person already. Now, Jesus always moves out of compassion for people. And Jesus felt the needs of the crowd at a deeper level. In fact, I believe he felt their hunger as if it was him who was hungry. Did you ever uh, experience fasting with the church, you know, and you know that people were hungry and you're feeling the hunger because you yourself, uh, you're hungry and you feel the pangs uh, in the stomach. Now, Jesus, I believe, feels not only hunger, but he feels the pains and he feels the sickness of people even during that time. But what's interesting is found uh, in, the, in the next uh, part of the verse, in verse 34b. The Bible says that Jesus, yes, he felt the hunger of the people. He felt compassion for them, but he began to teach them many things. Jesus knows and he feels their temporal needs, but yet he proceeded to meet their highest need, which was to be fed by the word of God. He showed compassion to those who are sheep without a shepherd. Basically, what he's doing right now is he's preparing a miracle for the people, but what he did uh, was to first feed his sheep. Jesus led his sheep and he fed them uh, spiritual food first. In fact, in Psalm chapter uh, 23, the Bible says David, or sorry, uh, the psalmist referred to the Lord as the shepherd who not only provides for our needs, but leads us beside still waters. We're familiar with this verse. In fact, this is probably a memory verse for many of us. You know, he, he, uh, we lack no good thing, but he leads us beside still waters and he restores our souls. The reference of David as to the Lord in this particular chapter is that not only does he provide for our needs, but he takes care of our souls. He takes care of our well-being. And I believe that Jesus, though he wanted to address uh, the physical needs of the people during that time, he first taught them the Word of God. Now, physical food can satisfy us for a moment, but eternal food for a lifetime. My question for us today is, are you longing to have that peace for your soul? Maybe you're going through uh, an emotional storm today. And my prayer is that God will restore your soul. Second, second thought about this particular story or this miracle is Jesus displayed his power. Now, when it was getting late, the disciples basically came to Jesus and told him to send the people away so that they can get food in the nearby villages. In other words, KKB na muna, you know. Uh, what the disciples were suggesting is, Lord, send them away. Kanya kanya na muna tayong dinner, okay? Go home now and maybe we can just see them tomorrow. But yet, how many of you know that from the story, Jesus had other plans? In fact, in verse 37, it says, But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And, you know, they said to him, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? In fact, in this particular story, we see two different responses to the situation. Jesus wants to feed everyone while the disciples were concerned about the cost 
of food, which was about in this particular during this particular scenario or this time, about eight months' wages for a common laborer. Jesus was not shaken by any need. How many of you know that Jesus can provide any type of need in any circumstance or situation? Many times when we come to the Lord, we're always talk, thinking about cost. We're always thinking about where to get this or that. We're always thinking about, Lord, ang discarte dito? Okay? Because we are limited by our physical resource. But how many of you know that Jesus is never limited by any physical resource because He is the ultimate source of uh, provision? In fact, in verse 38, He said to them, How many loaves do you have? Check it out. Go and see. And when they have found out, basically they went back to Jesus and they said, well, we have five loaves and we have two fish. How many of you know that God can turn our limited resources into an unlimited supply? You know, in this particular crowd, the Bible was saying about 5,000 men, not counting women and children, the disciples went out and they sourced out how many brought baon or lunch. They only found a boy in fact, this was found in the Gospel of John. We know that it was a boy who basically gave his lunch, you know, uh, five loaves, two fish, so that it could be used to feed the multitude. Now, my question for us is, what do you have in your hand today? The, the boy basically offered his lunch to the disciples who ultimately brought this five loaves, two fish to Jesus. And guess what happened? Jesus turned that small thing into a blessing. I believe that whatever you have today, God can turn that need into a blessing by us, by faith, giving it back to God. And third thought I want to share with us this morning is, Jesus is all-sufficient to meet our needs. In verse 41, it says, He took the five loaves and He took the two fish, looked up to heaven and said a blessing and then he started breaking the loaves and gave them to the disciples to be set before the people and he even divided two fish and he gave it to all of them and the bible says in verse 42 they all ate and were satisfied you know jesus does not need anything but yet he is concerned about our needs. That's amazing with our God. In fact, in the desert, when Jesus was tempted, He didn't turn the stones to become bread in order to feed themselves, though He had the power to do that. But in this particular case, Jesus multiplied the bread to feed everybody in the crowd. You know, when you talk about the provision of God, God or Jesus did not just give biten or just enough. But he gave so much abundantly that the people ate and they were all satisfied to the full. He didn't just give biten, he gave abundat. They were all filled and they were all satisfied. You know, I'm pretty sure that you have eaten in a buffet, whether it's a lunch or a dinner. Uh, we ate until we could not eat anymore. I, I, you know... Sometimes we will eat to make it sulit, right? You pay for something and then you eat it. But the, the problem there is, you know, you can actually eat it so much uh, to the level of you can't take it anymore. Not even dessert 
is not appealing to someone who is overstuffed. The challenge today is how do we eat less? But during those days, you know, during the time of Jesus, the challenge was how to have enough. Well, I, I guess it is also the same concern that we have today. But this is probably the most difficult catering function in the history of the world. You know, feeding 5,000 with five pita bread, five, two sardines, you know, and making them full with still plenty to take home. Remember the little boy? He probably ate more than five loaves and two fish that day. He probably ate until he cannot take it anymore. He received more than he gave. You know, I believe that if you have something in your hand, if you have something in your resource, if you give to the Lord, He will multiply that not only to provide for what you need, but also for the needs of other people. In other words, whatever we have here, God can turn it around to become a blessing. What could be a limited resource could be an unlimited resource so that it could be a blessing to others. And in verse 43, it says, They took up the 12 baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. You know, what's interesting is the disciples initially were telling Jesus, Send them away. These were the 12. Send them away because we don't have enough money. You know, eight months' wages will not even be enough to provide for all these. But yet, after the miracle, guess what happens? There was more than enough with 12 baskets left over. And who knows, maybe this was a lesson for the disciples that Jesus wants to teach them during that time, that each of them brought home one basket each to remind themselves that when God provides, it's not only going to be satisfying to them at that point, but it's going to be more than enough to overflowing. Maybe each one of them took home one basket each a reminder that God will always provide and will take care of our needs. I believe Jesus always demonstrates a heart of generosity because that is His heart for us. He provided for them then. He will continue to provide for us today. My question for us is, what do you need? My encouragement is that let's look to Jesus. He is our source. Our source is not our work. Our source is not our business. Our source is not our bank account or savings or investment. Our source is the Lord. In fact, the Bible says it is God who gives us the ability to produce wealth. Provision does not come from human hands. It will always come from the hands of a loving and benevolent God. And that's my encouragement for us this morning. Let's continue to look to God. He will provide. He will supply all the things we need, whatever it is that you need. Bring it to Jesus. May God multiply that to provide not only for your needs, but for the needs of others as well. Let's continue to worship the Lord right now before we end in prayer. I know that you will save me when I call upon your name. No harm will overtake me because you overcame. Oh God, you are my refuge, I rest beneath your wings, I'm safe in the shelter of my King, I know that you will save me when I call upon your name, 
Father, thank you so much that even today, you have reminded us once again that your provision does not come from our natural resource. It will always come from you, our supernatural source. And we thank you, Lord God, that, Lord, though we have limited resource, Lord God, I thank you that whatever it is that we need, when we uh, give it to you uh, out of gratitude, may you continue to multiply and provide not only what we what we need, but even to an overflowing so that we can be a blessing to others. So Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that your people will come before you today in faith, knowing full well, God, that you have already seen and heard what we need, even before we ask. So Lord, bless your people today as we start our day. I thank you, Lord God, as we commit this time to you. May you order our steps, God, because you are our shepherd, the one who provides for us the one who leads us into still waters, the one who restores our souls. And so we thank you for this time. I pray that you bless everyone today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, once again, thank you so much once again for joining us uh, for our morning worship and prayer. And we hope to see you again uh, next time. God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.